0: This is Pastor Rick's Daily Hope, the audio broadcast ministry of Pastor Rick Warren. Today, Pastor Rick continues in a series called 40 Days of Love. In these lessons, Rick looks into the Bible to help you better understand God's great love for you and to empower you to love others the way Jesus does. But first... In just a bit, we'll tell you how to get Pastor Rick's 40 Days of Love Bible Study with six video sessions and workbook. It's perfect for individual study and also great to do with a small group of friends. You can take a sneak peek by going to PastorRick.com while you listen or just text the word HOPE to 800-600-5004. That's the word "hope" to 800-600-5004. Here's Pastor Rick with the final part of a message called, "Love lets It go.":
1: Let me show you three verses about these three things. First, you don't rehearse it over in your mind, up on the screen. Leviticus 1917 says this: "Do not bear a grudge against others, but settle your differences with them. So you will not commit a sin because of them. How is that possible? How do I commit a sin because of them if I keep a grudge? Psychology study after psychology study has proven that whatever you rehearse, you begin to resemble. Uh Uh-oh. Whatever you think about most, that's what you move toward. And if all you think about is how much you've been hurt in the past, and you keep focusing, guess what? You're, You're moving to the past. If you focus on the future, you move toward the future. If you focus on the promises of God, you move toward the promises of God. If you focus on potential, you move to the potential. But if you focus on your pain, you're moving toward your pain. And whatever you rehearse, you will eventually begin to resemble, I will never be like my father. I will never be like my mother. I will never be like, well, guess what? The very fact that you're focused on it means that's what you're moving toward. And so he says, you're only hurting yourself by repeating it over and over in your mind. The second thing is you don't want to repeat it over and over in, in arguments. Look at this verse, Proverbs 17:9. Love forgets mistakes. You don't keep bringing it up. You don't have a track record of of things, you just keep bringing back and bringing them back in as ammunition. Nagging about them parts the best of friends. It also parts marriages and everything else. So I said, nagging doesn't work. One guy said, you know, whenever I get in an argument with my wife, she gets historical. (laughs) And he said, don't you mean hysterical? He said, no, historical. She tells me everything I've ever done wrong. And we laugh at that, but the truth is it destroys a lot of marriages. Bringing up the past is not the way to better your marriage because love keeps no record of wrongs. You see, let me just take this one deeper. Some of you in your marriage have been hurt by a partner in a major way. An unfaithfulness, a disloyalty. Some kind of thing that really, really hurts you, and I'm sorry. But they've come back and they said, I'm sorry, will you forgive me? And they've stayed with you, and they've stuck with you. And you've said, I forgive you, but I'm not ever forgetting it. And back there in the back of your mind, you keep repeating it, and no matter what they do good, it's never good enough because you got this list against them. Of all the things, they've disappointed you and all of the ways they've uh, 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 been destructive in your life. And no matter what, they do good, but you did this. See, in your mind, you've got a scale between guilt and blame. And to stay mentally stable, every time you feel guilty, you feel like you have to blame somebody else. Well, you did this. Yeah, but you did this. Well, you did this. Yeah, but you did this. Well, they really did this one over here. And, it's good. and the rest of their life, no matter how much good they do, it's not enough to bring it up. And you are unpleasable. And I will say this tactfully but truthfully, you're killing the marriage. It's not the big sin that's killing the marriage. It's the fact that you won't let it go. You won't let it go. And as a result, you have become unpleasable. Now, there's a third way we repeat it, and it's this verse up here on the screen. Gossip is spread by wicked people. Did you know that? They stir up trouble and they break up friendships. Did you know that every time I share a gossip, I am wicked? Did you know that every time you share a gossip, you are wicked? Did you know that God hates gossip? Absolutely hates gossip. He hates it as much as he hates pride. Because that's what gossip is. Gossip is pure and simple ego. Raw, bald-faced, unadulterated ego. The only reason people gossip is to make them feel self feel superior to somebody else. I know something about somebody else that makes them look bad, so I think it makes me look better. And I have some secret here, so it gives me a sense of control. It is unadulterated ego. And every time you share a gossip, you just admit it. You're being prideful at that point. You are being prideful, and God hates pride and gossip. One of the greatest tests of your love is how much you gossip. Unloving people love to gossip.
0: You're listening to Pastor Rick's Daily Hope. Rick will be back in just a moment with the rest of today's lesson. You can sign up for Pastor Rick's free email devotional at pastorrick.com. That's pastorrick.com.
2: Jesus said, There's nothing more important than loving God and loving others. That's why Pastor Rick created the 40 Days of Love Bible Study that comes with a six-session DVD and workbook. In these sessions, Rick helps you understand how deep and wide God's love is for you and reveals how you can enjoy happy and successful relationships with others by focusing on the spiritual principles of patience, kindness, truth, and forgiveness. This resource is perfect for personal study, or you can invite a few friends over and do it in a small group setting. And today, when you give a gift to share the love of Jesus with people here and around the world, we'll send you Pastor Rick's 40 Days of Love Bible Study to say thanks. Get yours now and experience more fulfilling relationships as you live a life powered by the love of Jesus. Go to PastorRick.com right now to get your copy or text the word HOPE to 800-600-5004. That's PastorRick.com, or the word HOPE to 800-600-5004. And thank you so much for your support. Today is the last day to get this great resource, so don't wait.
1: Once again, here's Rick. When you're hurt, you don't talk to other people about it, which we typically do. We talk to everybody except the person who hurt us. You don't talk to that person, uh, the other people, you talk to God and then you talk to that person. Look at this verse. The Bible says, whenever you stand praying, if you have anything against anyone, forgive him and let it drop. Leave it, let it go. In order that your Father who is in heaven may also forgive you your own feelings." And shortcomings, let them drop. I love that in the amplified. Now, somebody say, Rick, it's been too long. I've been hurt. I've carried this hurt for years and years and years, maybe even decades. It's just too late. You're wrong. I want you to hear the story of a grandmother.
3: My name is Elaine. I am a mother and a grandmother who has seen the healing power of love and forgiveness transform my family, my husband, my marriage, and my family. Changes that I thought were impossible to happen and hurts that I thought would be impossible to heal happened because of Christ's healing love and forgiveness. When I got married, I thought I could eventually fix all of my husband's problems, his drinking and his unfaithfulness not realizing my own codependency. I lived in denial and hid my anguish and despair from my family. It seemed easier to close my eyes and look the other way and just pretend I wasn't hurting. Foolishly, I put my hope in Howard's repeated promises to change. Every time I reached my limit, Howard would promise to clean up his life and change his ways. Things would get better for a short while but inevitably he would revert back to his old patterns and I would be hurt again and again and again. It was a vicious cycle. I kept trying Band-Aid approaches like let's move to a new location. After moving to California, my husband started using drugs along with the alcohol. At one point he hit bottom and I got him into rehab. He stopped drinking and drugs, but it didn't deal with the root of our problems. The problem was spiritual. One day, Howard made a very inappropriate comment to our youngest son's wife. The fallout of that event tore our family apart and caused great bitterness and division. That was the final straw. I just couldn't take anymore and was ready to give up on my marriage. We were living in the same house, but there was no love on my part. I just could not forgive him this time. My heart has grown cold from the pain. But on Easter in '95, our son, Jim, asked us if we would go to church with him. And that was the first weekend here at Saddleback. Coming up the hill, I saw so many peoples and wondered what I was getting into going to this church. I didn't know what to expect, but we saw everyone enjoying themselves and even Howard wanted to come back the next week. Through Saddleback and the Harvest Crusade, Howard opened his life to Christ and I recommitted my life to Christ. Now I began to have real hope that things could change because Jesus was included in the equation and we had God's power to help us. We took class 101, were baptized and started attending Celebrate Recovery on Friday nights. What a change it all made. Pastor Rick says God never wastes a hurt and that is true. What used to be the greatest pain in my life now uses to, I use to help others. The first 28 years of our marriage without Christ at the center was hell. But the 13 years since Christ have been the greatest. And the miracle is that because of Christ's love and forgiveness through us, this February, we will celebrate our 42nd wedding anniversary. Because our family was torn apart several years ago, I hadn't seen my son Troy through those years or had never seen my grandson, Jordan. After my marriage reconciled, I began to pray for the reconciliation of our family. Then Troy and his wife had another child. It devastated me to not be invited to be there for the, because of the bitterness. But I kept loving, praying, and thank God, just recently, I have been invited to go back to Rhode Island to visit them for the first time. This is another miracle step in the healing of a very broken family. My other son, Jim, and his wife, Gail, have adopted four children, including a beautiful little girl from Guatemala this past March. Sometimes I'm asked, how were you able to forgive 28 years of shame, grief, and pain? Well, it is easy to forgive when you remember what it cost Jesus Christ so I could be forgiven. He sacrificed his life for me. His love is so powerful even carrying me through my recent year-and-a-half battle with cancer. Rick always talks about how we need supporting relationships in place before the storms come. Well, being a part of our Saddleback Church family and being in a small group has overwhelmed me with love and supported me through all kinds of difficulties. Can God bring good out of bad? Can God bring healing to the hurts of betrayal and unfaithfulness? and alcoholism and shame and bitterness and hopeless, broken relationships? Yes, absolutely yes. But you must do your part. You must accept Christ's love and forgiveness for yourself, so you will have the power to offer forgiveness to others. I have chosen to no longer live in the past, but look to the future, and I'm excited to experience what God has in store for me. Forgiveness is not forgetting. Forgiveness is letting it go. It's a process, and it's what the steps of Celebrate Recovery are all about. I don't know what you've been going through, but I do know this. Just hoping things will get better doesn't work, and trying to control it yourself by willpower doesn't work. What works is turning it all over to Jesus and following the steps he has laid out in his word. God bless you.
1: Proverbs 10, verse 12 says this. Hate stirs up trouble. So you want to keep trouble in your life? Just keep hate in your life. Uh, But love forgives all offenses. Which of the all have you not let go? Which of the offenses in your life are you still holding on to? You know, maybe as a child you were hurt by an adult Teacher, uncle, maybe even your parents. The Bible says that there will be severe judgment for child abuse, child neglect, child abandonment. One day God is going to settle the score on that. There's no doubt about that. And when God says, Honor your father and your mother, He's not saying, Honor their sins. He's not saying honor their abuse, honor their selfishness, honor their poor decisions. He's not saying ignore the pain in your life and put on a happy face and pretend everything's great. No, not at all. What does God expect? How does God expect me to love the destructive people who have hurt me? Well, he doesn't expect you to ignore it. He doesn't expect you to pretend it doesn't exist. He doesn't expect you. He's not asking you to to gloss over it or to deny it or to repress it or to repress it or to fake it or to make excuses for the people who've hurt you in your life. No. In fact, God doesn't want you to fake it. He wants you to face it. Because you can't forgive it until you face it. And you'll never be free Until you forgive, and you'll never forgive until you face it. You gotta stop running and you gotta stop blaming. Now, let me just take this one a little bit deeper because how you relate to your parents affects every other single relationship in your life, whether you realize it or not. And we pull relationship patterns into existing relationships. And we often carry a lot of emotional or relational baggage into our friendships, into our marriages, and things like that that affect every other relationship, including our relationship to God. And and the truth is, some of you were hurt as kids, and maybe even by your parents, and you have some unfinished business. And if you're going to become the lover, the loving woman, the loving man that God wants you to be, that you want to be, that I want you to be. It's the whole reason we're doing 40 days of love is so you can become a more loving, love-filled person. You're going to have to deal with these past issues now. You're going to have to do some business because the truth is you've carried a bunch forward and you're venting on your husband or venting on your wife or venting on your kids and they're not even at fault. They're not even the ones who, who caused the pain. If you are still angry at a parent, or for that matter, anybody, you are still allowing them to control you. Don't. As your friend, as your pastor, I'm saying, don't. Don't allow that anymore. You've got to deal with the anger. You've got to face it before you can forgive it. And as I said, stop blaming and stop running. Last night after the second service, man came up to me and a big smile on his face. I, see, I, said, I said, what happened? He goes, I feel light. I said, what do you mean? He goes, I just feel like the load's off my back. He said, I prayed that prayer. He said, I, had no re- I didn't realize how much baggage I was carrying around. And I let it go today. And he says, I actually feel lighter, physically lighter. He said, this is a great feeling. Proverbs 10, 12 says this, or the next verse, Proverbs 19, 11. When someone wrongs you, it is a great virtue to ignore it. Just ignore it. What does that say? Let it go. But you can't ignore it until first you face it and forgive it. Then you can ignore it. And you let it go. Love lets it go. Job 18.4 says, you are only hurting yourself with your anger. On the screen, 1 Corinthians 13.5. This is our memory verse for this week. Love doesn't keep a record of wrongs. Let's say this, 1 Corinthians 13.5. Love doesn't keep a record of wrongs. 1 Corinthians 13.5. That means you, if you're going to be loved, do you remember when you did this? Do you remember when you did that? Do you remember when you did this? Love does not keep a record of wrongs. Now, I don't know who you need to forgive, but I do know today's the day. As we close, I want you to think of the people who've hurt you in your life, and I want you to let them off the hook. Love lets it go. Love forgives. Because they deserve it? No, you don't deserve to be forgiven either. By God, but because it's the right thing to do and it's the only way to be free. Father, I don't know the hurts that people are going through here today, but I know that you know every one of them and you want them to be freed from it. Now you pray. Say, God, I'm tired of the pain. God, I'm tired of being stuck in the prison of the past. Father, I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. I'm tired of wasting emotional energy on the people who've hurt me. Lord, I need that energy for the future, for today. And so today, I'm asking you to do two things. Jesus Christ, fill me with the spirit of forgiveness. Fill me with the spirit of love. Take over every area of my life. I invite you into every crevice and corner Of my heart. I ask you to forgive all of my sins, all the ways I've hurt other people. When I was demanding, not understanding. And when I was judgmental, not gentle. And when I was repeating the sins instead of deleting the sins. Forgive me for all of that. I want to let go of the people who've hurt me in my life. Because I want to do what's right, what's right. I want you to fill my life with love. I want to be able to love others and not be stuck. So today, dear Jesus Christ, I'm in faith letting them go. I'm letting, and you just fill in the name, I'm letting that person go. And if it takes me a thousand times to do this until the pain goes away, I'm going to keep remembering And every time they bring it up, I'm going to remember to say, I'm letting it go. I've let them off the hook. I have forgiven them. I have forgiven them. I have forgiven them. Help me to be tactful, not just truthful. Help me to be gentle, not judgmental. Help me to be understanding, not demanding. And when people hurt me, help me to not repeat it but to delete it, to be tender without surrender to the people who I need to set boundaries in, in my life. Jesus Christ, I want to become a loving person. I want to move to the higher levels of love. And I ask your help and your grace. In your name I pray, amen. Hi, this is Pastor Rick. If you just prayed to accept Jesus Christ into your heart, congratulations. You're now my brother or sister in the Lord, and you need to tell somebody, and why don't you tell me? Write to me, rick at pastorrick.com. Just email me, rick at pastorrick.com, and tell me your story. I would love to read it. And by the way, I'll send you some free material to help you start in your new journey with the Lord. God bless you.
0: This is Pastor Rick's Daily Hope.
1: We're so happy you've
0: chosen to study along with us today. If you'd like to receive Rick's free daily devotional, just go to PastorRick.com and sign up right now. You'll get hope and encouragement from Pastor Rick delivered to your inbox every day. Rick will be right back to close out our time today. But first, one of the main reasons Pastor Rick started Daily Hope was to share the hope of Jesus Christ with people around the world. And because of your prayers and financial gifts, we're now reaching over 35 million people every month. But there are still billions of people who need to hear the good news. Would you prayerfully consider giving a gift to Daily Hope today to help reach even more people for Jesus Christ? And when you do, we'll send you Pastor Rick's 40 Days of Love video-based Bible study to say
1: thanks for your support of this ministry. Here's Pastor Rick to tell you more. Jesus says that the two most important things you can do while you're here on earth are to love God with all your heart and to love your neighbor as yourself. In other words, life is all about love. Now, as believers, it's not just enough to talk about love or to read about love or to discuss love. We must show it. We must exhibit it by the way we treat other people. Now, the Bible says that we do this. We learn to be genuinely loving people by relying on the love that God has for us. That's why I put together a six-session study kit called 40 Days of Love. It includes a study guide and a six-session DVD that will teach you the habits of a loving heart. Now, you can go through it by yourself, but really, how are you going to learn to love by yourself? You need to do it in a small group with two or three friends or even more. Just get some friends and some neighbors and say, let's learn how to really love, and let's study this together for 40 days. Now, 40 Days of Love is going to teach you why love matters most more than anything else. And it's going to teach you what the Bible means when it says that love is patient and love is kind and love speaks the truth. Love keeps no record of wrongs. Love is forgiving. Now, I want to tell you something. This is a life-changing study. It changed my life when I did it. And it's going to change your life and those that you share it with. And if you really want to grow spiritually, you've got to learn how to love. Now, this month, we're offering the 40 Days of Love study kit for a financial gift to Daily Hope Ministries. I want everybody to be able to enjoy this study, so all I ask is that you help support Daily Hope Ministries. Now, I know some of you can afford a little bit more than others, and I appreciate that. It helps us keep on the air and helps us spread the message to other uh, stations. But some of you, you're going through tough times and you don't have a whole lot. That's okay. I know you work hard for what you earn. I promise that whatever you give, no matter how large or small, that every cent that you send in to support Daily Hope goes right back into the ministry. I do this ministry for free. I take no money from it. And so you can be certain that any gift you give is helping spread the hope we have in Christ here at home and even all around the world. To give a gift and receive the 40 Days of Love Study Kit,
0: go to PastorRick.com or just text the word HOPE to 800-600-5004. Today is the last day to get this great resource, so don't wait. That's PastorRick.com or just text the word HOPE to 800-600-5004. Thanks so much for supporting this ministry and be sure to join us next time. As we look into God's word for our daily hope. This program is sponsored by Pastor Rick's Daily Hope and your generous financial support.